You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Good evening and welcome to Red Legs Radio. No Ben Hook tonight, just Miles Fitzner with you in the studio thanks to Climate Air Conditioning, Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, simply the best, and Telstra Shop Norwood. They know everyone's different. Whatever you need, go in and visit today. Huge show coming up. Just first thing to mention, straight off the bat, last week's major prize winner, Andrew Richards, won the Telstra smartphone. There's no smartphone up for grabs tonight, but what there is, all callers will receive a $50 Blades of Barber Lounge voucher and a $20 Sports Power Norwood voucher. So if you've got a question, want to have a chat, want to text in, send us a text on 0427154166 or give us a call, 1300 736 736. Well, big show we've got on tonight. No hooky, unfortunately. Just had to step aside, but we've gone straight to the top of the tree. We've got one of the big players here at the Norwood Football Club. We're going to bring him straight in off the bat. Lewis Johnston, thanks for joining. Oh, thanks, Miles. Thanks for having me. Louis, firstly, we're no hot topic. We want the Texas and the callers to come in to talk about last week's game because that's a topic of, but down to the bays by three points. Jeez, it was tight and it got there in the end, but uh, yeah, not quite the chocolates and you came out with a little bit of an injury. Yeah, no, it was definitely a tough game. Very finals-like, actually. I thought that, um, especially the last 10 minutes, yeah, it definitely reminded me of finals game. It was, you know, it was pretty intense. Um, you know, everyone was pretty hard at it. And our mids did a great job against their talented midfield, but yeah, unfortunately, you know, three points. But you know, they are sort of the barometer of the of the SNFL. So, not a bad start considering you know it was a bit of an unknown coming off of a you know what sort of base each team's um, you know been able to train at. Um, so yeah, quite happy, even though we didn't get the win. You know, hopefully we can improve this week. Let's break it down a bit. Uh, mids were good. Nos huge early first half, absolutely massive, and then Nunny sort of finished probably the better of them. If, if uh, Nos could maintain that before quarters, yeah, it would have been probably a 50-possession game. But, no, he, he was good. Um, Nani's speed obviously brings something different into that midfield because, you know, we've got you know, Griggy running around at 115 kilos, which, um, you know, he's... he's, our, you know, he's <laughs> You've got to love that. Uh, he's, our, he's our ball, obviously, inside. And, you know, Nos is a great inside player as well. So, Nani brings some outside run, which is great. And it's probably good. You know, we've got a bit more of a variety in terms of bringing Bastanak in. We had little Pedro in there on the weekend doing a job on Jeez, Partington. He did a job on Pardo. Didn't yeah. I think Pardo had something like six at half time or seven yeah. at half time. Yeah, Cots brought it up at half time and said how well he was going. So can't remember the exact figure, but yeah, Pedro came in for his fourth game, I think, and uh, yeah, did a great job. So it got off the chain a bit late, Pardo. Did Pedro go off him? Was that sort of I, I think it sent a bounce Pedro start on the wing, so yeah, yeah, then gave him time to come in. Yeah. Let's break down a few other things. Tommy Pinion, thought presented really well, and um, probably the, the like delivery that came into him wasn't really ideal. Yeah, we did bomb it in a bit. You know, he's a bit more of a lead-up sort of player, but um, yeah, definitely having him and Sermon up, up forward makes a massive difference. So we probably lacked having, you know, two genuine key forwards. Um, you know, even Tommy, you know, 
I suppose, you know, he still had eight touches and kicked two goals, but, you know, he definitely showed that, he, you know, he can definitely help us this season. Sermo, the Dukes look good. He looks up and about. Flip told me at my joint the other night that um, that he's probably had the goodest start as he's ever had, Sermo, and he, he seems to be sort of clunking and sort of flying around the ground a bit. He said mentally he's feeling the best he's ever felt. He's, you know, strong. He's just huge. He's almost bigger than Lockie. He reminds me a bit of a Josh Jenkins in terms of the size and athleticism. Um yeah, but his hands are just unbelievable. So if he can, you know, he has a good season. You'd be thinking he'd kick 40, 50 goals for us or, you know, 14 games. Hopefully he can kick 30 to 40 for us. Don't forget you can join the conversation, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, or send us a text 0427 154 166. I'm talking to former Swan, former Crow, Lewis Johnson, and now Norwood superstar. Now, Louis, let's break you down a little bit before we get back to the game. Third in the disposals in 2018, third in the disposals in 2019. I noticed that, you probably weren't that designated ball user on um, on Sunday. That, that sort of around the back and electing you to kick you more had a more of a more of a back type role. Is that something that we're going to expect from you throughout the year? Yeah, so obviously I played mainly full back on the weekend. Which um, yeah, it was, how was that? It was, it was different. <laughs> I, I had played a little bit down back, playing for the Swans in the um, in the knee for a few years back. So it wasn't. It was yeah. It was a new role, but um, I think just you know we've lost. Jace, we lost Georgie. You know, it has been quite a bit of a turnover from our back line. So I think Tarl's being out, there's just a bit of an idea to get some more experience down back. And yeah, something I've done before. So so we expect you to go and be that sort of user type again, back up the wing or half back or something, running around and, and using the booty yours to well, that, get the ball forward? That was the plan going into the weekend. So yeah, obviously we've only been back for a month. So going into pre-season, I probably hadn't planned on playing that role. But, um, you know, Bastinac coming back makes it, you know, Massive impact to our midfield, so you know, it essentially gets me down back. We're going to get onto the team probably on the other side of the break, um, uh, and we'll probably talk more about North Adelaide then. But the Bays, are they, in your mind, are they the they the top team in the comp so far from what you've seen? Well, they look good. It's it's SNFL year to year. Such a, you know, teams change, people move on, people come back from the AFL. So you would have thought that you know it would have been us North and Glenelg get on paper. So you know. It's, that we could challenge it with Glenelg on the weekend, but be a massive step up this week to North, and you know hopefully we can back it up with a good game and get the win. Another player I want to talk about from Glenelg, I called the game with Chris Gowans, and both of us said early there was a young fellow that played with long hair for the Bays, played down back, 27 I think he was, Parks. He looks a serious player for a kid. Yeah, massive. Obviously he intercepted quite a few balls when we were going forward, and yeah, to find out he was only about 19 years old, it's um, yeah, a great debut game from him. Got a text come in, Louis. What happened in the third quarter, team-wise? Forward entries very inefficient. What was the biggest takeaway for the playing group as far as opportunity to improve this week? It's from Chris. Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing was we went, we were quite, um, we, a lot of slow play. We um, we bombed it long quite a fair bit, including myself. You know, I think we could have gone a bit more of a control sort of ball movement. You know, we didn't have to just kick it long every single time, which then, you know, helps our forwards out rather than just bombing it in long every single time. So There's more of the lowering of the lower, eyes. Lower the eyes, hit the lead up, um, you know, stay composed rather than just being reactive. And, you know, yes, the pressure was quite high. As I said, it was a finals-like game. But, yeah, I think we can definitely, you know, just relax a bit. We've got a good one here. This is a Kenny from Kent Town. One red eye, one blue eye, one other eye. Lewis Johnston, give us your honest opinion on a few players. Deck Hamilton and Cam Shenton. Is it true Nor would have asked for the goals to be on the wings because we refused to go down the middle? Yes. Um, well, let's start with Deck Hamilton and Cam Shenton. So Declan Hamilton, he's, um, yeah, he's a great young player for us. So he's, um, he's taken my role on the wing, which um, yeah, I've given him a bit of stick about. Um, he... 
if you didn't cramp in the third quarter, it would have been handy. He's actually one of our you know, better runners. Just so. come back. What? Not a come back. Not a good enough. Nick didn't do enough in during COVID. Well, he, st- he still wins our running, but we'll say he hasn't done enough. So. He wins a running, does he? Yeah, he's he's definitely top two or three. So who who is up there in the running? So in terms of league players, you'd probably say Pedro, Nunn, Hamilton, Richards. This is, and we're sort of the, putting those over like a two k time trial yeah, type 2K basis. Yeah, two k time trial. So they would all run between six ten to six twenty, I reckon. Um, so because I remember that the boys saying that Ben Vidic actually ran a two k there once, which was five fifty five, but it didn't count because he never played a league game. Well, I think he's the one that tells everyone. <laughs> that, so I don't know if that's the boys saying that, but um, so yeah, Declan's a good player for us. Um, yeah, you know he's he's quite consistent. And Shenton, yeah, he's probably the most um, emotional, erratic player we've got. Um, he's obviously one of my better mates, but, you know, he's great down back. Uh, he just, yes, he does find the ball on the wing quite a fair bit, uh, but he's definitely one of our, you know, most consistent and um, important players down back. Got another one from the manager of the Norrace, Lewis, your chicken palmer's ready. <laughs> yes, you've, got some, you've got some funny people setting it through. Yeah, not bad. So the Nor'easter your chicken palmer's ready. Louis, Louis, before we're going to get to a break and get the other team, just got a little bit rattled by that. Don't forget you can text in. There is a bit oh, of a story behind that one. Is there really? Yeah. Well, do we, is it one for on-air or off-air? Uh, we can make it on-air, yeah. Dale's just giving me the nod. Yeah, so. What's the on-air story then? Your chicken palmer at the Nor'easter. Let us have uh, it. There, there is some Nor'easter vouchers that, can, uh, that got provided to a number of members. Anyway, um, yeah, Dale was kind enough one day to give me, you know, what we say, a significant amount of vouchers. So who's this, Dale who? Dale Fleming. Oh, right, Dale yes, Fleming. that's right. Um, anyway, I use these vouchers ongoing for a few months. Um, and, yeah, there was a phone call made to the football club that somebody had been coming into the Norris regularly and not paying for any meals. And, yeah, they, Fanta, our CEO, went down to the Norris, looked at the, um, the cameras, and, yeah, it was me every time that was using these vouchers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get in trouble because it was Dale's fault, but I was just trying to yeah, give them some business, but yeah, I wasn't paying. I think we had a caller on the line too. This is going to be interesting. This is Fly by the Seat of Your Pants Radio here on Redlegs Radio. Got a caller coming in, and a caller, of course, gets a $50 Blades of Barber Lounge voucher and a $20 Sports Power Nord voucher. Uh, we're going to go for Joe. Joe, how are you? Hello, Miles. How are you? Louis Johnston, how are you going? Very good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, very well, thanks, Lewis. Um, I just wanted to ring up to see if it was true that you kicked 10 goals on ball when the club uh, toured Croatia in 2018. Yeah, I was lucky enough to be the second highest goal kicker after Cameron Shenton that day. Um, Cameron Shenton's kick? I think he kicked 12. Who we, who'd you play? Played Croatia on a soccer field. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, there was a 100-kilometre breeze. Yeah. I actually kicked a point from a kick-in, so... Yeah, there was quite a strong breeze. So you kicked 10... Uh, and, uh, so go on, Joe. No, sorry. Sorry, Miles. Um, no, I was just going to say, uh, and obviously Joseph Marciano getting on the uh, on the score sheet as well. That was a pretty good goal, wasn't it, Lewis? Yeah, now kicking a goal from two metres out after Dale Fleming actually got a free <laughs> kick. You know, you'd probably call yourself a cheat. Um, what I remember, Joseph Marciano, was, it was sort of like an under-8s game he had. His mother had put him, made him wear a white skivvy underneath his Guernsey. So, oh, he had the white skivvy on. Well, Joe, uh, you get the $50 Blades of Barber Lounge voucher and a $20 Sports Power Nord voucher. Thanks for calling in. Joe doesn't have much hair left, so I don't know. If <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Thanks. 
Oh, old Joe there, right? There's a, we've plenty of comedy going on without Hooky here and running in. Well, what we might do, Louis, we're going to run to a break. Then on the other side, we're going to come out, we're going to go through the teams and then preview North Adelaide. They look pretty sharp to me. I want to talk about their forward pressure. We'll just talk a little bit about the um, 2008 draft and some of the players that were in that with you and uh, where they are now. You listen to Redlegs Radio, thanks to Climate Air Conditioning, Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, SA's biggest Dakin dealer and proud sponsors of the Redlegs. And Telstra Shop Norwood have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. This is Redlegs Radio. Back to Redlegs Radio, thanks to Climate Air Conditioning, Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, simply the best in Telstra Shop Norwood. They know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit Telstra. Well, I'm joined in studio by the third place in the disposals of the last two years in the sample comp and former Swan and Crow, Lewis Johnson. Lewis, how have you found sitting in the studio so far? No hooky and champs not coming on tonight, but just you and I for the time being. That's been good. It's good to see that the ratings have gone up this week as well. <laughs> ratings got up. You reckon the quality of the guests have gone up too? Well, it sounds like that, so yeah, we'll go with it. Well, we've had a few blokes in that have been a bit quieter. Rokard, a bit of a quieter bloke. Nos, you know, doesn't talk about much other than Viv and his own game. Yeah, like, you probably haven't chosen the most exciting blokes in the footy club. No, nah, so. well, yeah, what, what, is Brad included in that too? Yeah, I would have said Brad's pretty boring as well, but yeah, I've heard that he was actually alright on radio. Yeah, so. no, he wasn't too bad. We'll hopefully get into a few of the blokes that have got a bit to say. Maybe like Deck, uh, Maddie Nunn, a few of those fellas. We wouldn't better get them off the radio, to be honest. Maddie Nunn. Well, Baldus, I did an, one with Baldus the other week. He doesn't mind talking about his game either. But, uh, mate, big game coming up this week. And just before we get there, don't forget you can join the conversation. Give us a call, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, or text in 0427154166. And every caller that calls in gets a $50 Blades of Barber Lounge a hair voucher and a $20 Sports Power Norwood voucher, thanks to the businesses for um, providing the partnerships with those. Mate, uh, we move on to North Adelaide this week. Now, I called their game uh, last week, and their forward pressure looks elite. Um, Skazili, Leboy, they really put the screws in to the, uh, to the West Adelaide defenders. And then Louis Hender did the same thing, chasing and tackling and a few smarter things and ends up dobbing seven. How are we thinking about North Adelaide this week? Are they a side that you really sort of hold with, up with a bit of respect? Yeah, well, as I said earlier, like it's hard to know when teams, you know, with their SNFLs, they change every year. So, and we didn't really get to watch North on the weekend, so we're only going from what we've been told. But, you know, they did they did get a number of um, recruits back, and there was a bit of speed in their forward line. So, yeah, I don't know what Cots is thinking. They've obviously got selection tonight, but um, you know, I think with our defenders that we've got to find them small forwards this year, we should. Um, as long as we can get the ball out there nice and quick, um, yeah, we just be wary of them. They've got a good on ball unit. Hartung, Moore. Um, you know, they used Harrison Wig a lot around the back. Can we expect maybe a few players to be doing a run with roles? Probably can't give too much away, otherwise Kotsi might get in. But um, can you expect a few players to maybe get, get a yeah. special opponent? You'd, well, I suppose Pedro went to, um, to Partington on the weekend. So whether he has a run with role, I'm not sure. Um, that will get decided tonight at training. But you, know, you suppose players like Almond, um, Wig, you know, you should, they may get some attention. Who takes Louis Hender? Shents get the job? Well, going back from the 2018 grand final, which you know, it's not one that we want to look back on, I think he kept Hender to two touches at halftime, and there was that famous run down the wing where Hender gave up after about 20 metres. So Oy. I think uh, Shenton's <laughs> got the edge over him, which um, you know, I think he'd be quite confident that he could keep him you know, goalless this week. Not sort of a role that Cam Ball might have, have got, sort of two younger, maybe I'd arguably say quicker players maybe? 
Yeah, well, Cam, we, obviously they've got three big tools. They've got Ramsey, Harvey, and I think Barnes might be back in this week. So Cam Bull will probably have to go to one of them. Let's Before we go to call on the line, before we do that, let's run through the sides. So from the back line, Shenton, Ball, Rokar, halfbacks, Pedro, McKenzie, Richards. Pedro, after his good game last week, centre line, Barry, Grigg, Ira. Ira looks quick off halfback. I didn't realise how fast he was. He, he looks sharp. Unbelievable. Um, they actually went to try and get into him a bit too, didn't they? Like, he doesn't mind a bit of push and shove. Yeah, well, he's... he's... He's got a bit of X factor about him. If he gets going, like he's probably one you need to look out for. So uh, we move on to the half forward line: Declan Hamilton, Sermon, Will Abbott back in, coming back in from a knee injury, and it was almost a barometer there for the side for a while. Whenever he played, you won, and whenever he was out, you lost. Yeah, we bring something different to our midfield. He's very defensive, um, you know, team first player. Which um, yeah, we you know all our other players, do, you know, they are team first, but. We, Panos, Grig, none. They are very attacking players. So Abbott sort of brings something different to that. So you heard it here first. Panos, Grig, none. They're all front runners and don't defend. <laughs> <laughs> so we move on to the forwards. Gerloff, Pinion, uh, Douglas. I thought he looked good, Douglas, in his first run. The followers, Balderstone, well, how dominant was he? Both hands, left or right. He was yeah, super no. last week. He's definitely been good for a number of years now. Uh, Panos and none on ball with the interchange consisting of Wilkins, Zust, Bampton, Talia back in from that back injury. Bastanak in, the big in uh, for his first game for the Red Legs. Uh, Ellison, Cody Ellison might play his first league game this week and Joshy Richards on the extended interchange. So a few of those that can you tell us yet that you expect to play or not expect to play? Talia plays, does he? Oh, I, I don't know. Like They would have gone through the team tonight just after training, so... I don't know. You'd be thinking that Talia needs to come in to play on one of their big tools. Um, you know, Bastanak, Wilkins, and not sure who the last one would be, but you know, Josh Richards plays a pretty important role for us, and he can play at either end of the ground. So. He's been super. We've got a caller on the line. It's Fester is on the line. Fester, thanks for joining Redlegs Radio. Cheers. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, Lewis Johnson, are you scared of North Adelaide? You never play against North Adelaide. Uh, I've missed twice. Unfortunately, um, yeah, Rachel went into labour, which was... Um, That's pretty important, Fester. Come on. Look, your wife's in labour, you've got to go. Well, yeah, if the baby was born at 2.20. <laughs> yeah, because we can all time that, can't we, mate? I'm not, put it this way. I think Declan Hamilton's more scared of you than I am of North Adelaide. It's good to see him up on the wing, eh? What a player. It's about time we got a good wingman. <laughs> What's the, what's the association? Hey. What's the association with Deck Hamilton Fester? What's the, is there a bit of bit of love there? Oh, there's love. There's, like, there's beautiful love. There. What, are you, what are you expecting to see on the weekend? Are you excited to see Basti run out for his first game for the Red and Blue? Well, I would have played him last week because we didn't recruit him to play reserves, and I don't believe players need a run. I think that's just silly. If you a seventy percent Ryan Bastadak probably gets us a goal in the third quarter, we win the game easy. Oh. But yeah, I'm excited to see him back. I'd like to see us go straight down the guts because that's where the goals are. They're not on the wings. Right. So you reckon uh, we'll play like corridor actually football? Oh, yes, please. If we don't straighten up, we'll lose seven of the next 13. We won't make finals. And we haven't, made a grand, we haven't won a grand final since 2014, which is too long for the Premier Club. I, um, I think we need a bit more bastard in the team, not just leave it all to Emmanuel Era. So no, I'd like to see Swiss fly, especially against North Adelaide. We might need you at fullback. Hey, mate, I, you know what? I would need to get a touch, but I tell you what, they'd come off sore. <laughs> Fester, thanks for calling in, mate. And you receive a $50 Blades of Barber Lounge voucher and a $20 Sports Power Nord voucher. You can go and get some runners, Fester, and then go down to Norwood Oval and show the boys how to whack it up the corridor then and not out onto the wings. Where, blades, blades voucher? 
The Blades voucher. No, he's gone. He's definitely on the line. Hey, um, just quickly, uh, one more. Yeah. Uh, does someone want to go to Z- – who's going to get Zakili or LaBoy? That'd be a Rokar type job. Yeah, I, or you assume Rokar would go to one of them. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, whether you know, I think Pedro, you said, was named at halfback. Yeah, Pedro's at halfback, McKenzie and Zach Richards. I don't think Brad would be taking any of them small forwards. So, because you've got Shent, Ball, and Rokar. So Rokar's a small and Pedro's a small. Is that yeah. LaBoy and probably Zakeli then? Zach Richards, Josh Richards, I'm not sure. But I think any of them four players could take either of them too. Um, when are we expecting to see you back? Quad injury? Can you tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, not sure, to be honest. I um, just was a little bit tight at half time, So I still played out the second half and then woke up Monday morning with um, it, quite a t- it was quite tender. So I had a scan and yeah, there was a... There was a tear in my quad, so um, not one hundred percent sure. We've said two weeks, well, two to two weeks at the moment. So let's um, let's aim to play in a couple of weeks' time and go from there. Well, best of luck with the recovery. We're now going to be joined on the line by Plast Club champion and six time actually uh, Norwood best and fairest. Two hundred sixty seven games for Norwood, ninety two for Collingwood, multiple state games. 1981 VFL grand finalist. Uh, the, you've got a reputation as long as my arm, but we're joined by the one and only Michael <laughs> Taylor. Kingo, mate, thanks for joining us on Red Legs Radio. Uh, it's a pleasure. Good evening, boys. Yeah, pleasure to be on. Yep. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Louis. Very good. How's your golf game going? Has it improved? Uh, no, I've been out a little bit with this virus and that, so with the pandemic, we weren't allowed to play for a long time, but back on back on tracks at the moment, so the last couple of weeks, fantastic. Hey, Kingo, North Adelaide this week. Can you take us back with some of your favourite memories of playing North Adelaide? Yeah, I can a little bit. Uh, of course, we uh, got the, one of the best guys we ever got from North Adelaide was Bob Hammond, of course. Um, he came across and uh, coached us for six years and took us to two premierships, and uh, actually Bob played for the first. He was a playing coach. Um, but he was a terrific acquisition to the footy club, just incredible. Um, he just brought so much professionalism into the place. And we certainly won our first premiership for 25 years, and he backed up uh, again a few years later. And uh, perhaps we should have won a cup more, but they got away from us. But certainly, I can always remember a game against North Adelaide in 77, which is going way back. This is still the highest score we've ever kicked, uh, 33-21-10-9. So... Oh. Um, that was that was played at the parade in 1977. Who, who, so who kicked that them all was, that day? Oh, I think I think Ross Dillon thought he kicked a bit. I think he kicked a heap, and then Woody kicked a heap. Is is that the famous um, is that the famous game where um, someone had nine in the goal square? Was it Dillon or one of those? And, yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. We would actually had uh, a cup of coffee through the boys the other day. It was always brought up with with Dillo and uh, and Woody that um, Woody's got the ball and Dillon's all by himself in the in the goal square for his tenth, and Woody put it through for goal and. He just asks, asks uh, Woody, why didn't he handle? He said, forwards don't handle, which is fair enough. So, so, that, so is that, uh, it, it's definitely that goals. way around, Kingo. It's it's Dylan had nine and Woody slotted yep. it through, not the other way around, because the stories do get mixed up a little bit. Well, I think that's right. I think that's the way Woody and Dylan are still you know, blue about it today. So, Because as you know, if you get 10 goals, you're in the record books, aren't you? So, you know, the, the one O instead of nine. So 10 puts you right up there. And I think, I think that was... Either it was that game or another game, but I'm pretty sure it was that game because we've kicked, you know, 33-21. So there's a fair number of scoring shots. So I think we had the ball in, the, in our 50 about 80, 80% of the time. So And, uh, and of course, um, another game I can remember as a young kid, I think it was my second or first year, and for some reason we had to play at Norwood over in a, in a final. And um, 
we played North Adelaide anyway. We played pretty well. It was under Robert Oak, I think Robert's last year. And anyway, uh, the game was going backwards and forward. And um, I remember someone kicked the out of bounds in the floor. I was standing in the mark and uh, North were going to the parade end. And um, and Big Sashi uh, got kicked in. Sashi marked it. Siren's gone. They won by four points. And I'm yeah. sure that year they went and played the Bays in the grand final. So... But North have always been a good team. They've always, you know, played... When Mick Noonan went to North, he changed their style of play. Um, you know, I coached against in plenty of times and they're always very highly schooled. They move the ball quick. Uh, if you slow them down, they do struggle a bit. But uh, when they get on their bike, they're a very good team. Kingo, what were your thoughts? Have you seen the, the Norwood game, Viglin Elg, on the weekend? Did you get a chance to catch that? Uh, yeah, fanta- yeah, I saw the whole game. Fantastic. I just thought it was just entertaining. Um, you know, both teams it was a arm wrestle right from start to finish. Um, whoever lost is very unlucky to lose. Um, you know, Nord started slowly, then of course they got their game going and it was backwards and forwards, wasn't it? And Nord had their chances in the last ten minutes, but um the siren sounded. But certainly, you know, both teams played extremely good footy. And I actually I watched a lot of footy in the weekend, that's the best game I saw for the whole and that's including RFL. You know, for entertainment, that was just incredible. Oh, I thought it was definitely one of the best games of the weekend. I went from calling West v North, which was just Turnover City, yeah. into going into into calling that game, and it was chalk and cheese. But I thought yeah. I thought the Red Legs looked quick, uh, and I and I thought they yeah, looked, yeah, they the did. movement looked faster than I've seen it for some years. Well, considering it, the sense both teams, you know, everyone spent so much time out of not playing, and uh, to put that show on was incredible. You know, to, from start to finish, actually. Uh, North seemed to have little patches where they went a bit quiet, but certainly that was because of the Bay's back line and their on-ballers, you know, parting to start to get in the game a little bit. And, of course, um, you know, they had a couple of big forwards up forward who, who played quite well. So I think Louis on one of them, but Louis did very well, actually, playing back there. So a bit surprised to see Louis in the back half. Yeah, the new, mm. new look back at line's pretty good, apparently. So it's definitely helped out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, I think you're pretty good on the wing too, mate. <laughs> hey, Kingo, I've got. To, I've been told to ask you a question by my great mate oh. uh, and one of the guys from here. If uh, yeah. it, who would you pick out of Aish, McIntosh, and Thomas in one a fight, two a kick for goal, or three <laughs> a beer drinking contest? <laughs> no, <laughs> who do you think? <laughs> yeah, so so let's say so who do you, in a, in a fight you take McIntosh? Oh, absolutely! In a drink, I'd take Macker. Yep, so the kick for goal, uh, who would you take there? Probably Macca too. Oh, or Thomas yeah, or Aishi. Yeah, yeah, both, the whole three are very good, very skillful. Uh, handball Macca, he could handball about 60 metres. <laughs> and so how many beers uh, could he drink? Oh, he could have a couple. I, I was never <laughs> went out with him, but I, I wouldn't handle it. So uh, I'm not a big drinker, so, uh, but certainly Macca was uh, an amazing, amazing player, an amazing human being. Really, he's, well, he's out there it. now. Him and Bodie got the reins at the yeah. Paynham Nord. And have yeah, you heard the have, news yeah. that Big Juice Newton's gone to sign yeah, up? Paynham might be coming across. <laughs> yeah, Big Juice. He can take some big marks and not chase to be fine. So he'll be right. Oh. So he takes him one hand to kick a few goals. He, right. <laughs> he certainly does. Hey, King, I want to ask you one more thing too. 267 games, 92 at Collingwood. So 359 I've got in total and a stack of state games. How close were yeah. you to 400 if you had them all up? Oh, I think I'm step up at one or think one or two, but that doesn't bother me. Is that I, all? I'm not a big person. I'm, yeah, it wasn't too many, but I'm not not a person on, on numbers. I just reckon you're there to play footy with your teammates, and you know you win together, you lose together, and train your butt off. You know, I I, I never ever thought about figures at all, even stats or anything. I just at the whole career, I always looked at the the big picture, not the small picture. 
but certainly at the end of the day, I suppose you do the numbers and I had a wonderful ride through, you know, um, many, many years of footy. Just, just wonderful people I met and played with. Fantastic. Well, you're a humble man, and I expect that because you're from the southeast, like I am, and all southeast <laughs> boys from down there. We're humble men, yeah. and we, we do it for the we're team and we're team players. But King, oh, great we, to have we you on. That, yeah, no problem. Great we're brought ha- up that way. That's we exactly were. right. We were the King, oh, great to have you on. We've got to get to a break, but I'm sure we'll have you on, no, on Red cool. Legs Radio later on in the year. That's fantastic. Good luck. Cheers, bye. Cheers, a ripper, King, oh, Indy. Uh, definitely legend of the footy club. Absolute ripper, legend of the footy club. Well, we're going to head to a break. On the other side, we're going to come back. We've got Geordie's crowd surfing. She went and spoke to all the fans at Adelaide Oval on the weekend. We've got some audio there. We'll have a chat to Geordie for 15 minutes. Then we're going to get Dale Fleming to come in on the show. We're also going to chat to a supporter who's right up on the other side um, of the state in Ron Walker. We're going to get him on the phone and talk to him about what he's been doing with the Fortis and Priscilla stuff. You've been listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to the Telstra shop, Norwood. Have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. I don't envy Hooky for saying that every week. We'll be back shortly. Every heartbeat's true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning, Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best in Telstra shop. Norwood, no one, everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Louis, the show's going okay so far, but the studio's filling up. Yes, definitely. Got new faces in here. <laughs> on the delay. Hey, Louis, we just got a quick text in before we get to our next guest. Norwood's got Dan Gorringe on Big Brother at the moment. Which current players would you nominate to be on The Voice, Naked and Afraid, and Lego Masters? I haven't seen Naked and Afraid. What? Um... Naked and Afraid's where they drop them in on the island with no clothes on, and they tell them that they've got to survive there naked with another, with somebody else. I can. Well, you'd put Sam Balderstone on that one for sure. Naked and Afraid. Yeah. What done? I think if he was naked, everyone would be afraid. So, um, <laughs> oh, whack. The voice. Um, you'd have to say Nunny loves listening to himself. Um, so I think he'd be good. Lego Masters. Who's a genius? Or, or who likes playing with kids' toys? A genius at our footy club. They'd be very minimal. Who likes playing with kids' toys? Oh, you'd probably say Brad McKenzie, I reckon. Brad McKenzie. Yeah. Don't mind that. We'll throw a few under. Hey, our next guest, Geordie Pake, is back on Redlegs Radio. Geordie, thanks for coming back in. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to finally be back to some sort of red and blue normality. Red and blue normality. And normality it was and what we saw. Now, Geordie, you uh, were obviously at the game at Adelaide Oval. You're the, what I would I say, what, number two, three, four ticket holder behind Stephen Marshall at the Nord Footy Club? Oh, look, I let Stephen think he's number one but I'm kind of number one. <laughs> so we're going to run a regular segment here. It's called Geordie's Crowd Surfing. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're going to do with these um, segments, I'll take it, is you're going to go around the uh, the ground and talk to Norwood supporters and get their take on what's going on? Absolutely. So all the members of the Red and Blue Army and the Fortis and Priscilla Army, I'm going to be coming around in your face with a little microphone asking you what you feel in season 2020. Oh, this should be interesting. Now, for the people that don't play at home, and I'm normally up in the media centre, a little bit higher than down on the edge of the thing, but we'll get into <laughs> that. What's the difference between the Red and Blue Army and the Fortis and Priscilla Army? We're the same thing. Um, it just depends on what's on the top of your hoodie, but it's exactly the same thing. Everyone has such a strong passion for our football club. All of their hearts beat true for the Red and the Blue. So what, uh, were you throwing a bit of banter over the boundary line on the weekend? Who was the player that gave Ira one in the bread basket? Was it Virgin gave Ira the one right in the uh, right in the bread basket? Was it Virgin what? that gave him one? He got a, no, a reprimand or something? I wouldn't have been Virgin. He wouldn't know how to throw a punch, would he? Yeah, well, I think it was Virgin. He got he went, he went got one week with the early guilty plea and got a $500 really? fine for whacking Ira in the bread basket. It's definitely more than that. 
Yeah, right. Anyway, well, Geordie, this is, uh, I take it, so this is the audio from the first edition of Geordie's Crowd Surfing at Adelaide Oval, where Norwood took on Glenelg in round one. Hello, Red and Blue Army. It's Geordie Paik here, live at the SANFL's Statelight Super League, round one at Adelaide Oval. It's finally over. We're finally able to go back to the footy. I'm going to be heading around the ground talking to the Red and Blue faithful about what they're looking forward to in season 2020. Normally we'd find this man at Norwood Oval in Fester's pocket, but right now he has to sit down and watch his red legs play. Dad, how do you feel about season 2020 and being a proud member of the Norwood Footy Club? Uh, Premiership's coming our way. Can't wait. It's been too long. It's my birthday and I never, ever, ever want round one to be on my birthday again. But the one thing I'm missing the most, and I'll get it soon, is me mates. And I've seen a few of them around the ground. When we're all back, we're at the footy, but when we're all back together, much better. Car you leggies. What player are you looking forward to most in 2020? Oh, I think I'd like to see the new recruits, obviously, and how well they gel as a group. Yeah, just glad to see football back. So, I have a very important person with me right now, Premier Stephen Marshall. How are you today? Very well, thank you. I'm very excited because football's back up and running and of course our women's team won yesterday and yeah. today uh, Maddie Panos will be leading the boys out onto the Adelaide Oval and uh, hoping for a good start to the season. Excellent. And what are you looking forward to most in season 2020? A premiership or two. Yeah. Uh, I would really love to see uh, Norwood do well. It's an important year for the club, obviously with the Wolf Blast Centre to be open later this year. Uh, we thought we'd be back uh, there already, probably four or five or six uh, rounds in. It's been a very odd start to the year, but 14 rounds uh, before we go into uh, the finals. I think it's a really good uh, team. Um, I know Jared Cotton's very pleased with the, with the way that they've been able to get back to training. So, yeah, I'm hopeful and would love to see uh, some, uh, some flags back at the parade later in the year. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the game. Jeez, Geordie, you could get there right at the end. Just went straight to the top. Well, you know, I saw him there. I know he's a good Nord man, and I thought, I'm just going to shoot for the stars. And another little plug for the Wolf Blast Community Centre. A few little whispers getting around about when we're going back to Norwood, maybe? A couple of whispers getting around. July 18th looks like that's going to be our homecoming. We finally get to get back to the parade. That's when we get to go back to the parade there. We've mm-hmm. got Dale Fleming coming up very, very shortly that might be able to give us a little bit more. Hopefully, but- those whispers... Turn into truths. But you're not the, that's not the only high profile thing no. that you noticed this week to do with the Norwood Footy Club. Yeah, I've been on a bit of a high roll this week. So Adam Scott, PGA Golf Champion, was on a podcast this week and he chatted about our iconic footy club and his memories at Norwood Oval. Well, it was even before the Crows existed at that point in Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, I supported Norwood. Okay. And uh, Gary McIntosh was my man at Norwood. <laughs> he was playing with Michael Aish and Gary McIntosh. You're going old school on that. <laughs> no, but I, I remember Gary McIntosh. We went and watched Sturt play Norwood and Gary McIntosh just flicked the Sturt player over the fence into the right. crowd and I just thought, that guy is the man. He didn't care. <laughs> it was good stuff. But, uh, yeah, so that was a long long time ago and then obviously you know the kind of the glory days of the crows were with tony modra and crew there so uh yeah you know there was late 90s was good times 
Geez, straight to the top there too. You pick, that's a good pick up this week. Where'd you find that? Uh, Howie Games. I didn't. I didn't grab that one. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not that high class yet, but we'll get there. So we credit the audio to the Howie Games. It would have been good listening, Adam Scott, on the podcast. Now, um, so we're going. We're expecting another edition of Geordie's Crowd Surfing this week. You're back to Adelaide Oval this week. Absolutely. Got my ticket yesterday when I got my email from the Footy Club. If you haven't done it yet, get in there. Try and get your tickets. We need as many people there as loud as strong as possible. And a little bald chick comes up to you with a microphone. It's me. I want to have a chat with you, all right? What uh, What did you make of the crowd? I think I'll speak this to both of you, Lewis and Geordie, just quickly before mm-hmm. we get to a break. What did you make of the crowd? The Sample put out 5,000 tickets, end up with just over 3,000 for both mm-hmm. games. Weather was perfect. Geordie, your thoughts? Look, yeah, like you said, I woke up and I thought, this is footy weather. This is perfect. They were loud. It would have been better if there were more. I don't care what club you're from. More people supporting the SANFL is really, really important. Louis, did, did it feel like there were many there at all? It sort of looked from the media centre, it didn't look like there was even 3,000 there. Yeah, I think playing on the the Western Wing, it felt like there was a bit more of, a, bit more of an atmosphere. Um, mm. But yeah, on the eastern side, obviously, there was no one there. So obviously, with the, where the allocations were, I think the north-west game, they might have, might have been more west-south sort of um, located. But yeah, especially that last five minutes, I think I noticed it more then because all the play was right in front of all the fans. So that was, yeah, the last um, 10 minutes, maybe the atmosphere was pretty good. Other than that, yeah, I didn't notice it a, a whole heap, to be honest. Hey, don't forget you can join the conversation, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, 736 736 or send us a text 0427-154-166. You'll get a $50 Blades of Barber Lounge voucher and a $20 Sports Power voucher. We're going to head to a quick break. Coming up on the other side, we're going to club update with Dale, the naked man Fleming, and we'll also get club legend uh, or club legendary supporter Ron Walker from Port Augusta on the phone. We'll have a chat to him. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning, Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, SA's biggest Dakin dealer and proud sponsors of the Redlegs and the Telstra Shop Norwood have phones to drones, Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. This is Redlegs Radio. Every Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Welcome back to Redlegs Radio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning, Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best in Telstra Shop Nord. They know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. No Ben Hook tonight. No Greg Champion tonight, but we're filled the show up. Lewis Johnston still in studio. Geordie Pake in studio. And we're now joined in studio by one of the men who keeps us fully updated of the happenings at the Norwood Footy Club, Dale Fleming. Dale, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Thanks, Miles. Great to be here. Hey, uh, a few things happening at the club, but firstly, can you just tell us a little bit about this People's Choice Award and how the fans can vote on this? Absolutely. It's a a great initiative. Uh, People's Choice Credit Union, a new partner this year. In fact, Louis Johnson uh, is one of their favourite sons, not just a Norwood favourite son. He works at uh, People's Choice Credit Union. Does he really? So Louis actually uh, rang me halfway through last year and said, look, I think... um, they might be interested in a partnership, so thanks, Lewis. And now, six months later, they're a new sponsor of the club, a major sponsor, and we're going to um, launch a new award that they're backing called the People's Choice Award. So how does it work? What, what, what's going to happen each week? Well, it's, um, it's a little bit what like Geordie's doing uh, and bringing the fans into uh, Red Legs Radio. This award actually gives the fans the opportunity to vote on the player that displayed the attribute, and I'll explain them in a second, um, that uh, is, is significant for the award. So what we're looking for is fans to, uh, who have watched the game to, uh, after each game, we'll put it up on our Facebook page and they can vote for the player that 
most displayed a team first attitude, uh, competitiveness, and also uh, a never give in desire to win. So the way they go about their football, which are also values of the club and values that Jared Cotton really uh, presses home for the players. So every week we'll go out after the game and we haven't done it this week. We're just a little bit behind. So next week we'll get the chance to vote for round one and round two after this week's game. On the Facebook page, you can go there and you can cast your vote. And then every Thursday on Red Legs Radio, we'll let the uh, the listeners know who won the award for the week. We'll count the votes at the end of the year, and the player with the most votes gets uh, a $500, uh, $500 in a bank account from People's Choice Credit Union and a holiday that they can take their uh, their family on. So it's a pretty good award. I'm looking at Louie. He's thinking, how the hell do I I just wish this? People's Choice would put $500 in my account. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to get in touch with People's Choice or do want a loan or anything, go see Lewis Johnson. But we thank People's Choice for their uh, cooperation with the People's. Can you only vote on Facebook or Instagram as well? We'll have Facebook and we'll have the website. So, um, yeah, we, we Instagram isn't that friendly when it comes to that functionality yet. But uh, we'll give the fans many ways to vote. And, uh, of course, People's Choice Credit Union are backing this. And and uh, they're banking on the red legs in 2020. Hey, speaking of super fans, we've got a fella on the line that's been absolutely supportive in everything that we've done. And I've been pronouncing it wrong because it was written wrong on my run sheet. So it's not my fault. And I do apologise. But Bob Walker has been an absolute superstar recently. And I'll get you to talk about it soon. But firstly, I welcome you to the show. Bob, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Now, hello, Bob. Uh, Dale Fleming here. How are you, mate? Yeah, still good. Good, good. And uh, Bob's, uh, look, he's probably our number one uh, ticket holder in Port Augusta, Geordie, and, oh, and yeah. Premier Stephen Marshall. Sorry. This man is an absolute champion and legend of the football club. And I'm going to tell the listeners why, and then I'm going to throw to Bob just to get his perspective on things. Everyone listening would know we uh, spent uh, a fair bit of effort um, promoting Fortis in Priscilla, and we came out for merchandise range uh, during the pandemic, and the club and the supporters got right behind it. We, we sold over 3,000 items. It helped the club keep the lights on. It was a fantastic effort by all. One man in particular uh, who we've got on the line, Bob Walker, bought over 50 individual items. Gee. Mm. Amazing. Right, so I just had to get you on, Bob. And uh, look, why don't you tell everyone, the listeners and everyone here in the studio, what drove you to do that and your love for the Nord Football Club? Um, yeah, good question. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to stump you, mate. Norwood, Norwood's been part of my whole life. So I, I grew up around in Sydenham Road and you know, we used to play on the big lawn there, you know, crawl under the Wood Street Gate when no one was looking and... Um, used to go to the games and, you know, I'd go back as far as Peter Ace, captain, and Alan Killigrew, coach, uh, a few of the players. But it's given me a lot of satisfaction, um, a lot of entertainment, a lot of involvement. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to do Dad's Army when it first started. Um, but, you know, when, when the chips are down, you know, you... Excuse me. You've got to do what you can uh, to help out. I'd, I'd hate to see Norwood go under. Uh, I don't know how close that that came with any of the clubs, but um, you know, I was in a position where I could buy these things. I, I bought more than what I really should have. Well, we're happy. Uh, we're no, happy about that, Bob. Um, yeah. And I know I'm looking at Lewis Johnson here in the studio, who's obviously a current champion of the club, and. 
Louis, I mean, supporters like this are just amazing to, yeah, to, definitely to keep is. you motivated and play for. Definitely appreciated, Bob. Um, yeah, not just the footy club, but the players as well appreciate your support. Obviously, being a Spencer Golf person, there are good people come out of there. So, um, yes. Hey, Bob, what we're going to do is uh, we're, hopefully we're going to see you down here for one of the games coming soon, but we're going to get you back on the show and we've got a little bit more time to chat because we're just running a little bit a little bit short on time. But, Bob, once again, 51 items to buy that through the Fortis in Brazella, Dale and, and Lewis. We're seeing them here in the studio at the moment. Bob, we're going to get you back on later on the show and maybe Dale can even sort something up for you guys to make a trip down here and come down and watch one of these games and we'll get you, Geordie will get you in the, in the crowd and, and Absolutely, have a chat there for you. Mate. Right. Yeah, no, no worries getting down. Um, we'll have Friday you... nights, I get there at half time, but, you know, um, it's better than nothing. Thanks, Bob. We'll have you down, mate. I'll be in touch. Thank you, though. Thanks, mate. See you. Bob Walker, super fan there. Not a lot of time left. Dale Fleming, thanks for joining us. Geordie Pake, thanks for joining us. Lewis Johnson, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you guys coming in. Hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, we, we did. did. Go the legs. No no hooky, no champs, but we got there. We've done it all thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, SA's biggest Dakin dealer and proud sponsor of the Red Legs, and also Telstra Shop Norwood. Have a good night. We'll see you all again next week. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.